thank you for your prayers for our family. It is an honor to be here with you today. I'm not a preacher, uh, but I simply want to share with you today how God has showed himself to our family in the last four years. This past month, I've been reading uh, many books and uh, listening to many messages and being encouraged in God's word, and it seems that each one of those has touched on the sovereignty of God. God is sovereign over us. My purpose in sharing with you today is that our God would be honored and glorified today. So, um, like I said before, I, I might be glued to my notes, but I want you to listen, bien, uh, listen, listen well, or as they say in French, écoutez bien, okay? So there's one principle that stands above the rest, a principle that is on the top, and that is the simple principle of waiting on God. Timing with God is everything. In our sports, we see the same thing, uh, you know, whether it's a, a quick pass at first base, uh, a throw to the end zone, timing is everything. We tend to have uh, problems on waiting, um, not having all the details. I'm a detail person, I like to have the details. Uh, we have our perspective and our timeline in mind. And we have everything figured out, don't we? And, uh, but when our plans don't work out, we can be easily discouraged. And God has a plan for each and every one of us today. And to not follow God's plan is to reject the best plan for your life. And his plan and his timing go together. And waiting on the Lord is a vital principle for every Christian. I, want you, I invite you to take your Bibles to John chapter 11. We're going to read most of the uh, chapter. We'll skip through some verses. But I'm going to share with you five points today. They're uh, simple points. And, and uh, this message will not be long. John 11, verse 1. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with anointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, the illness is not to lead to death, it is the glory of of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after, he said to his disciples, let us go to Judea again. Verse 11, he said to them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he had meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So Jesus was about two miles away um, at this point, and Lazarus has, had been in the ground for about four days. Verse 20, we pick back up, and so when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went with him, and she met, with, she met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would have not died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. 
Martha said to him, I know that he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, he uh, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. Verse 32. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would have not died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, could he not have opened? Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone, stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, but by this time there would be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I say this on the account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who, the man who had died came out his hand and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, to them, unbind him and let him go. So the first point that I want to bring out in this passage of Scripture is that sickness and trials will come. Okay? Verse 1 says, Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sister sent him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. Jesus says in John uh, 16, in the world you will have great tribulation, but take heart because I have overcome the world. So even in, even in trials, be of good cheer because Christ has already overcome uh, the world. Uh, we are assured that he has the victory and that he will be with us. He's a God of comfort and, and peace who sustains us. Um, Psalm 41, uh, we see that God hears our cries. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. You know, God loves you and desires to meet your life and, and promises to answer our prayers, but it doesn't mean that he's going to answer them in uh, the way that we want them to be answered, nor in our timing. His own schedule... He, know, he has his own schedule. He knows your life from beginning and end. And God says, you know, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Um, go ahead and show that next picture, picture there. This is a picture of uh, when um, we were about to go into Germany for Sherry's surgery. We had found that uh, Sherry had a, a cyst in, in her brain and that it needed to be removed. It was uh, a difficult time. Uh, this is a time when the ladies were uh, gathering together to uh, pray with Sherry. This was also the time, um, just not sh shortly after that, 
uh, Todd DeKrager had passed away, and then later uh, the pharmacist uh, Cheryl Kaufman. And uh, two unrelated uh, events and sicknesses. Um, and so we, we did not know what to do. We were waiting to see what God was going to do, how he was going to lead us. And we knew that he uh, would answer our prayers and uh, the song uh, that was in the video, Sovereign Over Us, was just a, a, a blessing to us as a missionary family there as, uh, as Todd had passed away. And we knew that God was sovereign. We didn't understand why Todd was taken home to be with the Lord. We didn't understand how that would impact the future. But we knew that God would work it out for his honor and his glory. In the same way, we knew that God was going to work it out for Sherry. It was a time of, of the unforeseen. And um, he hears our cries. We had told Pastor Ray of the cyst, and we didn't want to alarm uh, too many people at the time because of uh, everything that was going on. We did not want to be a center of attention. And uh, Pastor Ray knew, and our family knew, and we were praying, we were searching for a doctor who would see Sherry. We could not find anybody. And um, we, uh, there was a point, I'd, I'm not sure when it was, but Sherry and I said, we need to let others know. And uh, at that time, we told Pastor Ray, go ahead and tell our church family. And... Um, we sent out a newsletter with the news, and it was amazing. Not that, not that my family, nor pastor, nor us um, would not be heard with our prayers, but it showed to us the power of prayer and how God came in that time of need. We had, um, there was a doctor in Florida that said, yes. This is what this is, and this needs to be done. You need to act on it quickly. We were waiting. Then the uh, doctor, when no one would touch the, uh, the case, the doctor in Germany says, I agree with this doctor in Florida. How can I serve you? And, um, and then um, it was within five days. We were on the flight, um, and we arrived into Germany. And uh, we met with the doctor and uh, confirmed that this, this is the procedure that needed to be done, and um, it was that following week that um, Sherry had the surgery. Um, before that, um, again, we didn't know what was going on, and um, um, I was working, uh, of course, um, I, w I was in charge of, um, I was tasked with um, making sure that the construction was, was on its way and that things were going to be done and, and that it would be organized. I called uh, my Togolese friends and the construction workers and the masons and, and the welder and, and those around, and I said, guys, this is a hard time. These are Muslim men. Um, I believe uh, at that time I had, uh, we had two working for us that knew the Lord, but the others were Muslim. and. Um, I said, I don't know why this has happened, but trials will come into your life. And I said, I'm not sure what's going to take place. We're going, to be, we're going to be going into Germany. I said, we'll be gone five weeks, but I want you to know that you will see that God will be glorified. And, uh, 
And, and that's pretty much all I said. And um, so God, God blessed that journey. We came there. So we see sicknesses and trials will come. And uh, the second point, some, some won't get it. Okay? Verse 11, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he falls asleep, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus has spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. For your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. In these verses, the disciples didn't get it. Jesus had to clearly explain to him, Lazarus is dead. Um, in April of uh, this past year, uh, there was a storm that came through Mongo, a storm that Mongo hasn't seen in many years. It was about a month before the rainy season was supposed to hit, so it was unexpected. And uh, what had happened was uh, we were finishing up with construction. As you saw in the video, the storm hit. Uh, the first building uh, was not yet fully enclosed, so there was enough uh, room for that wind to get in there and lift the roof off. It lift the roof off. It landed on the guy wire of the tower. The tower sprung like a slingshot and ripped the other way. On the way down, the upper guy wires ripped the second roof off the second building. This probably happened in a matter of a minute and a half. Who knows? It was about uh, 12.30 in the evening. Um, I remember uh, my colleague who lives next door, he gave me a call, and I was like, hey, is the building taking on water? How's it going? I was really tired. I didn't want to answer the phone. He's like, no, it's worse than that. The tower is down. And I'm like, the tower is down. I was like, wow. I was like, the tower is down. And both roofs. I was like, both roofs. And um, I, uh, I didn't know what to think. I was, so I said, okay, we'll, we'll take toll tomorrow. Let's get some rest. We'll get out there when, when there's light and we'll take toll of the damage. And, uh, and so that's, uh, that's, that's what we did. We went out. Uh, go ahead and show that next picture. This is uh, our head carpenter, Alazar. He's Muslim. Alazar um, came and he was out there with me. And he's, he said, Patron, shouldn't come from Baba. He said, he said, I don't understand this. And, he, and this was all of his work right here. He had built those trusses. It was down on the ground. He said, if this was me, if this was us, we would not be here. We would have left. We would have given up. And I told him, I said, I don't know why it's happened either, but you will see that God will be glorified. And uh, we, will, we will build it again. It will be stronger, and we'll, we will put it up, and you will see that God will be glorified. But uh, Alazar did not get it. He did, not, um, he did not understand. But we know that, um, you know, when we follow Christ, we know that we can count on him, right? And um, we knew, and I knew, through all of this, God had not sent us there to give up. Um, God had put this team together of three families. God has, God has gotten us through uh, language school, which were probably the two hardest years of our marriage. We had arrived into Togo, and uh, he was doing the work. But yet, he saw 
and he, and he blessed the storm. He allowed it to happen. And so I could rest in him knowing that there was a reason for it. Not that I would know at that time what that was, but I was willing, we were willing to move forward. And so we had a chance to be a testimony to those, to those around us during that time. Sickness and trials will come. Some won't get it. But you know what? Some will get it. Verses 25 through 27. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, he yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him. She, she said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. Go ahead and throw up that next picture there. So this is um, Sherry. We've arrived in, arrived in Germany, not knowing what to expect. Sherry, uh, you saw her uh, as she's on the hospital bed there with a big old smile. Saw her in front, you saw her in front of the rock, and uh, we sent out a... The newsletter is that Jesus, God is our rock, our refuge, in our time of need. And uh, she was uh, such a trooper, and I'm, I'm thankful to have her as a wife. And um, didn't know what to expect from the surgery. There were a lot of things running through my mind. But one thing that was so encouraging, Sherry had uh, gone through the surgery. She was in recovery. I was in the room. And there's this app that uh, we use in uh, Togo. It's called WhatsApp. It's kind of like a Skype, but you can message and you can video or call if you've got wireless. And the head mason, um, he, uh, he watched at me and he said, he said, Patron, je sais que tu suives le, le vrai Dieu. He said, boss, I know that you follow the true God. And uh, it, was, it was awesome to, to, to get that from him. Now, he, doesn't, he hasn't accepted Christ, but at that point, I think, I think that he was able to look at uh, what, what we were going through and, and to know um, that uh, when, you, when you follow the true God, you know, things, you, you, you do it no matter what comes your way. You, you trust him. And uh, that was an encouragement to me. So I don't even know if it could be because of Sule, you know, that, that the, this had happened, um, that God allowed this to happen with, with Sherry. But that was our purpose of being there, is to, to bring others, to be an example to others, and, and uh, that, our, that, our, that our life would just emit Jesus, that they could see and glorify our, 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 our Father in heaven uh, with us. And at that moment, Sule realized, you know, that... This, this is the true God. That was encouraging to me. Um, you may not understand, I mean, you might today understand that Jesus is the Son of God. And you, and you may, um, but you may not have accepted his true um, gift of salvation. Well, maybe, maybe today is the day for you. Um, do you know that we, we're, we're to be patient with God, but do you know that God is also patient with us? Second uh, Peter three nine says um, that the Lord is not slack concerning His promise. To some account slackness, He is long suffering to us. We're not only that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. And Second uh, Corinthians six two says, "Today is the day of salvation." And uh, if you don't know Christ, I encourage you today to be thinking about that because um, to know that there is a God, but yet to accept Christ as your Savior. 
is, uh, and then to just to, to walk with him is, is an exciting journey, and he takes care of us. So we see that sicknesses and trials, that's Suli, by the way, is that? So that's Suli in the middle there. That was uh, the day of uh, when we laid the first brick on the, on, the, on the studio building there. He's, of course, he's in the middle. He's the, he's the black one. <laughs> and uh, a good friend of mine. Sicknesses and trials will come. Some won't get it. Some will get it. And the fourth point is someone is always watching. Verse 33, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. They were watching him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Well, they're about ready to see something pretty awesome, aren't they? Then Jesus moved again, came to the tomb, and um, 40, verse 40, he says, Jesus said to her, Do not, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on the account of the people standing around, those, those guys that were watching that they might believe that you had sent me. You may know that God can meet your needs, but others around you are watching. How will you respond in your time of waiting? Will they glorify God with you? Matthew 5, 16 says, let your light shine before men that they may see your glory. Your, um, they may, do I have that up there? Let your light so shine before men that they may... Um, glorify your Father in heaven with you, pretty much is what the verse says. Um, sometimes those around you need, 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 need just a, a, the, the small word of, of encouragement. At the time of the storm at Hope Radio, um, I had heard from one other missionary that there were stories of the imams dancing in their mosque that, because they were excited that the, um, the tower of the Christians had come down. And uh, uh, others were watching. The day of the uh, two days after the storm, we uh, got together to clean up the mess. Uh, many came from town to help. Um, our our masons, our carpenters, came to help. They were watching us. What are these guys going to do? Why are you still here? And we were able to testify uh, to the goodness of our Lord. We were able to reflect on Sherry's surgery, and, and, and we were able to reflect on the death of Todd, and we were able to give testimony of no matter what comes your way, trials will come, sickness will come, but God will be glorified, and uh, no matter what comes of this, God will be glorified, we, and so we encourage them that that God was going to be glorified. And that's the purpose of their message today. The last point, sovereign God will be glorified. Verse four, but when G Jesus heard of it, he said the illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so the son of God may be glorified through it. Verse 40, Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? And 43 and following, when he said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who died came out, his hands and his feet bound with linen strips, 
and his face wrapped with a cloth, Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. And the sovereign God was glorified that day. The sovereign God was glorified in our lives. Um, and uh, he is still teaching us. We haven't learned everything. Uh, there's, there's plenty of things, but I am um, amazed of how God has changed me. We went to Africa to change Africans, but God changed us. And uh, Lord willing, God will use us and is using us uh, in our testimonies and, 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 and in God's word as the radio station gets ready to uh, transmit the, the good news of the gospel. And we know when they hear the, uh, the gospel in their heart language that they will be moved. They will see that our God is sovereign. They will see that there was a reason why we stuck with it, why, why, um, why we are there, uh, so that they can glorify our Father in heaven also with us, so that they may receive Christ. And like I said before, if you don't know the Lord as your Savior now, I, I want you to think about that in, the, in, the, uh, in just a few moments. Um, a friend of mine recently encouraged me with this. Psalm 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He, he, he told me, take heart in knowing that God always, always is there to provide you with refuge, security, and peace. May we learn to be still and know God. Are you encouraged with that today? I know that I was when he shared that with me. God uh, is Emmanuel. He is with us. Um, in closing, we saw in uh, Psalm 41 um, that God hears our cries. The Lord is good uh, to those who wait for him. When we wait on God's timing, he, he answers our prayers. He hears our cries. But let's read this verse. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me, heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth in the song of praise to our God. Many will see in fear and put their trust in the Lord. They're watching. God hears our cries, but he puts a new song in my mouth. Go ahead and put that last picture up there. This is a picture of uh, some of our team with Alazar and Sule, the two men that I talked about in the message. And um, he puts a new song in our lives. I'm praying that God puts a new song in Elazar and Suli's life. He put a new song in Mary and Martha's life. Through the uh, trials you might be going through, he can put a new song in your life too. Um, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and uh, close our eyes and pray. Larry, you can come on up. I'll, I'll close in prayer. God, I am so thankful that um, you have allowed um, myself, my wife, and my kids to be a part of this wonderful ministry here in Tallahassee. Um, you called us to go to Togo, West Africa, that we can be their hands and feet and to share the needed gospel to 90% Muslim territory that do not know you. I pray for Alazar. I pray for Suli that even today you would continue 
you touch their hearts and bring them to you. God, I pray for uh, my church family here. I know in talking with others and coming back and, and receiving counseling and encouragement from others that there are others that are going through the same things. And it's not just us. And um, my heart goes out to them. You have softened my heart to understand. And I pray, God, that whatever trials, whatever waiting that uh, my church family is going through, that you would be honored and glorified. I pray that you would encourage them. I pray that they would trust you, that they would wait patiently. And I pray that, the, that they would be able to glorify you. And those watching uh, would also glorify you. I'm thankful for your word. Thankful that you have spoke to my heart. Again, I thank you for my family, my church family. In Jesus' name.